0: we're glad you guys are here this morning we uh we're 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 few but we're mighty amen so he was talking a little bit about the stars and and the planets and you know but god's god's created the stars and the heaven and the earth and the planets and oh by the way um i got a question for you what what kind of music do planets like neptunes all right okay so you can take that one. You can use that one later. So you can do that. So uh, we're going. They're going to go ahead and hand out, hand out. We started last week, and I want to get back into that. We talked a little bit about three things that faith does. How many of you need a handout? That didn't bring one. theirs from last week. How many of you brought last week's handout? We got a couple over here. You guys get gold stars today. You guys, guys got that. They're going to go ahead and give you the the rest of the handout. We're going to we're going to get back into three things that faith does. Everybody say this after me. Say, faith is how I operate. It's how I live. Faith is the currency in the kingdom. I believe that and I receive that in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise before you get your hands too full? Okay, those of you that have got your Bibles, um, we're going to get to Matthew 17, but I want to just kind of review real quick about faith. We've been talking about faith. Say that with me, faith. Come on, everybody, faith. One more time, faith. Faith is the very thing that is is that that is the foundation of everything that we, that we operate in. Faith is Christ. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. I am saved by faith. I preach by faith. I prophesy by faith. I speak in tongues by faith. I pray in the Spirit by faith. Come on, somebody. I I do these things by faith. I live by faith. Every day I get up and I'm a faith man and I walk by faith and not by what? Sight. I walk by faith and not by what? because what we see what we can begin to see sometimes is not real fear can begin to come upon our lives fear is the the false evidence appearing real f-e-a-r false evidence appearing real we can have fear that tries to come in upon us and we've got to displace that fear and place it in faith so are you sitting in the seat of faith today are you sitting in the seat of fear today because you're sitting in one or the other well, I've got faith for this, and I've got faith for that. But, Pastor, I don't know. you got faith for this, and she's got faith for that, and, and he's got faith for this. And God wants us to grow in our faith. Everybody say grow. He wants us to grow in our faith. He wants us to grow in our faith. We go from faith to faith to faith. We go from little faith to a little bit bigger faith. And we talked last week about that faith. How many of you know that the righteous shall live by... Come on, everybody. The righteous shall live by... And we're the righteousness of God. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've given your heart and life to Him, then you are the righteousness of God. It's not your righteousness that it is. It's the righteousness of Christ that makes me righteous. Can I get an amen? So it's referred to in three different places in the New Testament. Let me give them to you. I don't have them up on the screen, but I want to give you those scriptures. Romans 1.17, it's for, it says, For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Galatians 3.11 says, Now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous one will live by, everybody, Faith. We're going to live by faith. Hebrews 10.38 says, My righteous ones live by faith. Men cannot have God's spiritual blessings without faith. We cannot experience the spiritual blessings that God has for us, let's say, to its fullness without faith. Because how many of you know God's grace, I can experience God's grace, and whether I've earned it or deserved it, he's given me favor in some areas. And how many of you know he does that if you're a believer or even if you're not a believer? How many of you know there's believers that are, that are blessed? There's non-believers that are blessed, right? So when we look at that, we, we realize that, okay, faith is what we are operating by. Faith is what pleases God. So the first one that we had right there, I wanted to give you that. And some of you that love to fill in the blank, there it is. Get out a pen and kind of do it. Um, faith is a Greek, Greek word. It's called pistis. And it literally means credence. It means moral conviction of religious truth or the truthfulness of God. It means reliance upon Jesus for Salvation. Reliance upon Jesus for what? Salvation. My salvation by faith. I'm saved by God's grace through faith, but my reliance is upon Jesus. My salvation is about Jesus. My salvation isn't about how much money you give in an offering. My salvation is not best on how many good, based on how many good works you do. My salvation is not based on any of that. My salvation is solely based on my confidence and my truth, the truth of Jesus Christ. So number one, we talked about last week, faith overcomes the world. Faith overcomes. That's what's written in there is the word overcomes. Faith overcomes the world. 1 John 4, 5 and 4 and 5, it says whoever has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith say that with me our faith everybody our faith our faith is what overcomes the world the world systems it says he who is the one who overcomes the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God absolutely Jesus is the son of God John 6 it says these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace anybody need peace today we need peace today. We need not just absence of conflict. We need this peace of God within our heart, within our soul. This peace that says no matter what goes on in the world, no matter what's taking place, that God, you are my king. You are my savior. You are my Lord, and I'm going to have my peace in there. How many of you know that the, Jesus was here before this president was here? How many of you know the president before him, Jesus was before him? And the president before that? Jesus was before him, right? And then, I mean, remember years ago, it was like, oh, my gosh, this person's going to be president. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I'm like, we'll be all right. Because he's a president, and he's not my king. Jesus is my king. Oh, come on, somebody. How many of you know sometimes you've got to say that by faith? Sometimes you've just got to say that by faith, and you've got to say, he's my king, and I'm going to get through it. There are times in my life where we've gone through some stuff and it's been hard to get through it and I didn't even know if I would be able to get through it and by faith I said, I'm going to get through it. Are you going to be all right? I'm going to be all right. Are you going to make it? I'm going to make it. Are you going to survive? I'm going to survive. Are you going to have victory? I'm going to have victory. And sometimes you got to say it. you just got to say it. And when you say it and you say it and then you say it and you say, okay God, If you're for me, then who can be against me? If greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, then I'm going to operate by that faith so I can begin to speak that thing out. And when she talks about, you know, the prophetic words, you know, uh, of having upgrades and doing some things, and and it's like, uh, then I'm going to, by faith, get an upgrade. I'm looking for it. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm looking for something. I'm I'm looking for it. I, I'm not looking to be the same tomorrow as I was today. I'm looking to be better than I was yesterday, but better tomorrow than I was today. And I'm walking through what God has for me, and it takes time. But I do it by what? Faith. Anybody ever walked into a dark room? Lights off? Anybody yeah okay let's let's put it this way you ever get home and you know at night you get up in the in the middle of the night or you come home and and the lights are off in the house and by faith don't you just kind of walk over and go uh light switch huh now what happens if she puts a stool there in front of the way <laughs> You're like, there she is moving furniture around again, right? It's like, oh, my gosh, I came in here and, and I tripped over the fool. stool. the the fool, the stool, I tripped over the stool. But we, by faith, know where that light switch is at. Come on, guys. Don't we, by faith, know that Jesus is going to get us through it? It may not be easy. It may be difficult. There may be some issues that we've got to deal with. But how many of you know, if he says we're an overcomer, oh, come on, somebody. If he says we're an overcomer, then I'm an overcomer. If you're an overcomer, tell the person next to you, you're an overcomer. Come on, you are an overcomer. You're an overcomer. You can overcome those things. You can overcome those things. Well, I just didn't want to have to go through it. Well, I got news for you. Sometimes you got to go through it to get to it. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Can I get an amen on that? Sometimes we got to go through it to get through it, to, to get to it. So we've got to have faith in God. We've got to know that he's overcome the world. So the word that we talked about last week was the, the word Philippus, and it meant pressure. It meant to literally or figuratively have pressure, and that's what tribulation is. The word tribulation in your Bible, you can look it up. You can look it up in the Greek, and it means pressure, under pressure world the world is going to put us under pressure we put each other under pressure don't we we put pressure on some things we put pressure on things and be to see whether or not it can handle the pressure or whether it's going to break look at ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 10 for by grace you have been saved through faith and it's not of yourselves it's a gift of god not a result of works so that no one can boast. For we are the workmanship, His workmanship, His workmanship, His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared before that we should walk there in Him. So we talked last week, and we finished up last week, and we talked a little bit about, is it about big faith? Is it about having this big faith? You got this big faith to do this thing. Or is it just about taking... What faith we have and use in that faith that we have. And that's the next next word that you fill in there. So it's not about big faith or is it about exercising. That word that goes in there is exercising. We exercise our faith. How many of you exercised your faith this morning? You exercise your faith, came up for prayer. You exercise your faith, came up for a hug. You exercise your faith by, by worshiping God. Come on, somebody. We all exercised our faith in here some way. To what degree? We exercise our faith. Some of you exercise your faith to get up. Some of you exercise your faith to get out of bed. Some of you exercise your faith to just go take a shower or, or get dressed. Come on, we, we exercise our faith, our faith in Christ. That's who we have our faith in. So what does it mean to exercise your faith? What is it when our actions begin to line up with faith? So Matthew 17, verses 14 through 20. Let's see if we can go there. Matthew 17, verses 14 through 20. I was in my office this morning, about 2.30 this morning, and I I saw a a little jar of mustard seed. I saw the mustard seed jar right there, and I was like, okay, God, I got got you. I got you. I, I want us to be able to just read through this. Verse 14. And said, when they came to, then when the crowd came to, excuse me, when they came to the crowd, a man came up to Jesus falling on his knees before and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's a lunatic and he's very ill. And he often falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to your disciples and could not cure him. Jesus answered and said, you unbelieving and perverted generation, how long shall I put up with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. Verse 18. And Jesus rebuked him and the demon came out of him and the boy was cured at once. And then the disciples came to Jesus privately and he said, why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, because of the littleness of your faith. Littleness of your faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of of a mustard seed you can say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you and 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 mine my verse 21 is added in and this kind does not come out except for prayer and fasting And while they were gathering together in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and he will be raised on the third day. And they were deeply grieved. So go back to verse 20. He said, the littleness, you have faith the size of a mustard seed. Faith the size of a mustard seed. And as I was looking at that jar of mustard seeds, I I was looking at how teeny tiny they are. Picture it this way. How many of you know a pin that has a pinhead? It's about the size of a pinhead on a pin. Do you think you have enough faith for that? I believe everybody in this room's got faith. I believe everybody that's joining us online has got enough faith, that little bitty faith. Because that mustard seed, when it grows up, it grows up larger. It's It's actually an herb, and it grows up larger, and it grows large enough to where the birds can come and rest on it. Maybe there's some prophetic uh, understanding of, of being able to rest on it. But here's what I need to know today. Is that your faith needs to be cultivated. Your faith needs to be cultivated. So let's look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. I think, is that on your sheet? We are bound... To thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly. Did I put that on there? I may not have put it on there. Okay, I did. Okay. Your faith grows exceedingly. Your faith grows exceedingly. And the love of every one of you all bounds towards each other. That word, faith grows exceedingly. Your faith grows exceedingly. It means... That your faith is greatly enlarged. Your faith is greatly enlarged. Your faith is greatly enlarged. Back when I was 20, my testimony is that when I was 20, I made a decision to give Christ my heart. When I was 24, I gave him my life. Because from the time that I was 20 to the time that I was 24, and it's continued to grow, but my faith continued to get greatly enlarged. Hello? Does anybody know how that happened? It happens through life experiences. It happens through me beginning to read the Word of God and listen to the Word of God and then practice the Word of God. And I want to get into that some next week, but but when we look at faith how does it grow and he says that this this word says it needs to be greatly enlarged i want are 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 we enlarging our faith because i can't grow your faith technically i guess i can because the word says when i preach and you hear your faith is going to actually grow because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And he goes on to be a, was a preacher and then how is somebody going to hear unless they're preached. And you remember we broke that down the other day and we, he was talking about the Jews there. That he was talking about their faith growing. So it means to be greatly enlarged. It also means to increase above an ordinary degree increase above an ordinary degree to Increase above an ordinary degree. So when he says it's fitting because your faith grows Exceedingly the church in Thessalonica was growing in their faith You're growing in your faith there is no doubt. There's some that have grown quicker than others. There's some that are, that are struggling to grow in their faith. But every person that I can look in here that I know that's been part of this, been part of us, and, and then they have been growing, you continue to grow in your faith. And maybe sometimes you stopped. Maybe sometimes we, you know, maybe hit pause. Maybe sometimes we just took a break. Some of you might think, well, I fell back. No, no. I want you to know that, that you moving forward. Because when you grow in your faith, then how many of you know that's part of salvation? Salvation, well, let's look at this. Number two is faith is necessary for salvation. Number two is faith is necessary for salvation. Remember the word faith in the Greek is pistis, and it means reliance upon Jesus for salvation. Luke 7.50, Jesus told the woman with the issue of blood, she said, what? Your faith has what? healed you your faith has made you well your faith has made you well ephesians 2 8 it says for grace you have been saved through what everybody through what come on everybody faith it's faith listen without faith we talked about it last week without faith we can't even please god listen without faith you're not going to access the kingdom you're not going to even operate in the things. And without faith in Christ, you're not going to heaven. Come on, somebody. Or you're not going to have heaven here on earth. Without faith. do We understand how deep this faith is. Faith is the function. It's the foundation. It's the currency of the kingdom of God. Without faith, you've got no kingdom. Come on, somebody. I can operate in the kingdom of God by faith. Everybody say faith. Come on, everybody say faith. I can operate in the kingdom of God by faith. It's not my faith in mother or my faith in Shelly or my faith in you. It's my faith in Christ that I can begin to operate in the kingdom of God. And I can step out and achieve more than what I want to achieve or, excuse me, more than what I can achieve. Because when God is with me, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give him a clan clap of praise this morning. So it's by faith, it's by faith I move. I get up in the morning by faith. I preach by faith. I take one more step by faith. I run a business by faith. I minister to other people by faith. I pray for somebody by faith. And that prayer by faith is going to change things in people's lives. Because why? Because God honors faith. I'm preaching better than y'all amen and out there. For by grace that you've been f- saved through faith. Because my salvation is by faith. My salvation. You take faith out of the salvation equation. I'm not saved. I'm born again by faith. And whose faith? Jesus. It's faith in Jesus and faith in who he is. And reliance upon that he is the son of God. That's what it says in Romans 10, 9, and 10. It says, if you confess with your mouth, What? jesus as lord and believe that means to have faith in and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for it's a heart a person what believes has faith resulting in what righteousness and it's and it's with the mouth a person what confesses resulting in what salvation I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Say that with me. Jesus is Lord. Everybody, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is your Lord. I mean, somebody asked me, said, are you born again? I'm like, Jesus is my Lord. He is my Savior. Come on. I'm a believer. I'm a follower of Christ. Do I have it all figured out? Eh, no. No. I don't have it all figured out. But every day I'm walking by faith. I'm learning and growing by faith. I want to grow more this year than I did last year. And I want to grow more next year than I than, than I did this year. Come on, somebody. So it's about growing. It's not just about coming to, to Christ and then not doing anything. Well, I'm, I'm just... I gave my life to Christ, I walked down the aisle, I gave my heart to Jesus Christ, and then I'm not going to do anything. No, you're going to grow your faith. And even if you don't want to grow your faith, there's situations and circumstances and pressure, tribulation, remember the word tribulation? Was pressure. Okay? That's the Greek word. Look it up. Pressure. There's pressure in life. Life brings pressure. There's pressure if you think you're going to go through this life without pressure eh, wrong answer You can try it. It doesn't work for you because you can get pressure by doing nothing (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not going to do anything so I don't have any pressure But then there can be pressure by not doing anything So you're going to be under pressure Paul talks about it. I'm persecuted for and, and abandoned struck down, but not destroyed so he's gone, he'd gone through this pressure, these things I got. He's got pressure on all sides, but he's not crushed. I'm under pressure, but I'm not crushed. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm under pressure, but I'm not crushed. There's pressure in your life, Bryce. There's going to be pressure in your life. There's going to be pressure in marriage. There's going to be pressure in raising kids. There's going to be pressure in work. There's going to be pressure in in relationships with other people. You're going to be under pressure. We're all under pressure to a certain degree. But that pressure is designed to do something, and that is to grow your faith to where when I'm under pressure, you can push on me, but I'm not giving up. You can press on me, but I'm not quitting. You know, there's times where you want to throw your marriage away, and God says, no, there is pressure in your marriage to make a change. And without a change, nothing's going to change unless you change. But there's pressure that will push you to change. Can I get an amen on that? It's by what? Faith. Everybody say faith. It's by faith. If I could get anything to you this morning, there's going to be by faith. You're going to walk by faith. You're going to overcome the situations and circumstances that are in your life. How are you going to overcome it? By faith. Because you quit. That ain't going to work. Is it going to work? You no, know, it's not going to work. They don't quit. I, I love sports, and, and you guys know that. I, I love sports. You know why? Because sports teams get down near the end, and both teams, they're competing because neither one of them are going to quit. Ball game the other night, went 10 innings or whatever it was, and, you know, my Yankees are not in the series, which is just a sh- terrible thing. But there's pressure these two teams are battling, you know, and one team's really good and the other team's not even supposed to be there. It's a David and Goliath kind of thing. You know, in Philadelphia, now all of a sudden they're, they're, they get a few runs and they score and now it's all tied and it goes into extra innings. How many you know there's pressure? There's pressure on every pitch. There's pressure on everything. And then a guy, what, he hit a home run, right, won the, won the ball game. Somebody that doesn't normally do real well, he, he took the pressure and He won. There, our life is going to have pressure. You're going to have pressure just visiting with people. You're going to have pressure just with children and grandchildren. Can I? And it, can I get an amen on this? Because we're going to have pressure. We're not going to have a life that doesn't have pressure on it. Because pressure is designed to be able to help bring us to faith. Everybody say faith. Okay so that everyone who believes will have eternal life in him that's the last scripture on John 3:15 so we know that our faith is not about big faith but it's about exercising our faith number 2 faith is necessary for salvation you got to have faith for salvation and number 3 the last one before i let you go is that faith pleases god faith pleases god Hebrews 11:6 If you read the scriptures beforehand, and I want to encourage you, read the scriptures before and read the scriptures after. Because faith pleases God. He's talking about Enoch. He's talking about Enoch. Enoch walked with God for 300 years. So when we look at the scriptures beforehand and we and we look at them after we can see Hebrews 11:6 that he was talking about Enoch and he says without faith it's impossible to please him. For the one who comes to God must believe or to have faith in, right? Must believe or to have faith in that he exists and that he proves to be the one who rewards those who seek him. It's impossible for a child to please a father without confidence in that father. It's impossible for a daughter to please a mother without confidence in that mother. It's impossible, coming back to the scripture, for the Israelites to please God without accepting Christ, and we're talking about Christ coming in, bringing in the new kingdom, and the New Testament rolling forth. Are you with me? The, the, the Jewish, the Israelites, the Jews, they, they did it one way. Christ is coming in and saying, we're doing it a whole other way. And when we begin to look at that, we begin to see that, we realize that, that without confidence in the Father, there is no way we can please Him. I'm telling you, God has confidence in you. That confidence is trust. That confidence is faith. When you look up the word faith, it's it's trust and confidence in who Jesus is. It's it's faith. God has faith in you. He's got more faith in you than you got faith in you. Can you break out of where you're at? Can you break out of the things that are bothering you? you? Can you have a sound mind in Christ? Yeah, I believe so. Is it going to happen right away? I don't know. Maybe it. Maybe it's up to you. Can we break out of this bondage? Can I break out of this mindset? Can I break out of those things and into what God has for me? A husband and wife have to trust each other, and have confidence in each other. Do you have faith in God's mercy? Y'all tell. I tell y'all about the the speeding ticket thing. Yeah. I have faith in God's mercy mercy is when I do something say I break the law and the officer lets me go with a warning that's God's mercy no no that's not his grace that's his mercy his mercy is when I deserve it and I don't get it are you with me I deserve the ticket I deserve the ticket I was speeding I was driving a little too fast. I was headed home. I had good reasons. didn't matter. I broke the law. And I was guilty. Mercy is when you're guilty and then the consequences, God takes those and says, I'm setting you free. How many people do we need to have mercy on? You can have mercy on somebody. Somebody may have wronged you. Somebody may have come against you. Somebody may hold something against you. And you may legally, you may even within your mind say, you have every right to hold it against them, and you don't. That's the mercy of God. The grace of God is when he gives me something that I don't deserve. All of a sudden, something happens in your life. We talked a little bit about last week about testimonies. Anybody come to give a testimony for the Lord on what He's done for them this week? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Shelly has one. Can I tell about it? She was like, I'm going to
1: mess it up. There, well, I just testified. I put it on Facebook, too. But God cares about little things, right? So Thursday, I told my mom. I said, Taco soup really sounds good. I said, oh, but it's too spicy for you guys, right? We had the conversation. Friday, Rachel texts me and she's like, mom, have you had lunch yet? I made taco soup the night before. And and I didn't tell Rachel, no. So I said, look, this is the testimony of the Lord of, of going. God cares about the little things. He can handle the big things. If he cares enough to bless me with taco soup, he cares about blessing you with the big things. Maybe they aren't in your timing, but he cares. He cares about us. And I enjoyed the taco soup. And God, he didn't just, oh, appear taco soup. He, he used my daughter, right? He uses people to bless your life, so.
0: Come on, we'll give him a hand clap of praise. So we were talking about, she said, that's my testimony. I said, that's the, God's grace. We call it favor. Unmerited, undeserved. I didn't, she didn't earn it. She didn't deserve it. <laughs> Maybe she did, but she, because she's a child of God. You know what I mean? But she, she, God gave it to her. I was just like, What? I, it doesn't matter to me about taco soup. I'm not a you know you guys me. I can't handle that. But it was like God did that. You told Rachel no. You put it on Facebook no. You didn't no. Just Rachel comes up and says, "You want to have lunch in his taco soup?" And I was like, "That is so cool." And it was almost like the Lord was saying, "She had faith. Little faith, big faith. I don't know, but she had faith, and it was the desire of her heart, and God blessed her for that." And see, sometimes we would just say, oh, it was just coincidence. I don't believe that. I believe that as we operate through our lives, when we operate in faith, when we walk in faith, it pleases God. And that's what we were talking about, Hebrews six, 6, right, on your paper. Hebrews eleven six, 6. Faith pleases God. Is he pleased with our faith? Is he pleased? I believe as we walk in faith, even if it's a little bit of faith, He's still pleased with it. He might have been frustrated with the disciples, but he didn't cast them aside. He said, oh, you guys, I don't know how he said it, but it might have been, oh, you guys got some little faith here. It's like little bursts of faith. We got faith. We got faith, and then we're open now. Now we got faith for it again, and then tomorrow I don't. Then the next day I got a little burst of faith, and then I don't. We all go through that stuff. But God wants us to grow our faith. To me, when he said it, that settles it. It may not have happened in my life yet but I'm gonna walk by faith the Bible says I'm not walking by what I can see my sick my senses see hear, touch feel taste I'm, I'm walking by those but God says don't walk by what you see don't walk by sight but walk by faith I walk by faith and not by sight I walk by faith that doesn't mean you just walk out in front of the cars Alright, I just want to clarify that. For those that are on, on Facebook, you'll send me an email or text or something and say, hey, I walked out in front of the car. No, don't be, don't be doing that. We have faith in His mercy. We have faith in His grace. I have faith in God's goodness. My Father's a good God. And one time, some, it's going to mess you up, but it is what it is. We finally after about After about six months, we finally felt like we could go outside in public and We went to a fall the days it may not have been six months. It may have been eight months after the fire after the tragedy And this guy says we well, you know Well, you know God needed those kids in heaven. It was like don't say that to my wife or me. You know what I mean? God didn't cause the fire Okay, now y'all, y'all need to hear me. He didn't cause the fire. Because it wasn't because my kids were in sin and he just took the whole family. My God is a good God. He received them. In the midst of what was going on, and there's some things that I could tell you about with the, the fire report of how they were trying to get out and how the kids are together and how, how the family was close by and... And he received them. He received them. And it was like, trust me, it's like, well, Bob died, but, you know, Bob was in, you know, they needed another singer in heaven. Eh, wrong answer. Let's lead, read the word. Do you think I'm as, uh, Tatum, do you think that I could go to heaven and be a good singer? <laughs> I probably could, but do you think I'd be as good as any of the angels he's got? Eh, come on, somebody. And well, he just needed another this in heaven. No, he didn't need that in heaven. Are you with me? He's got the best of the best, the cream, the crop, the best... He it, it doesn't need that in heaven. And, and and it was like, you know what I mean? It was like, wait a minute. And we had to fight with that. God, why us? And God, why this? And God, why that? And we had all those questions. And we said, God, what are you going to answer this? And it boiled down to me walking in my faith, us as a family of faith, walking in our faith and said, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I can't comprehend it. But God, you are a good God. And I know they're healed. I know they're delivered. I know they walk with you. I know the abs of be absent from the is to be present with the Lord and there with you. I know they aren't dealing with the stuff we're dealing with down here but I'm going to walk in my faith and I'm not going to let that tragedy rule my life. I'm going to speak and the goodness of God and I'm telling you, He's good even in the midst of difficulty. He's good even in the midst of pain. He's good even in the midst of trials and tribulations. He is a good God and nobody, nobody, nobody can tell me any different because I walk by faith hallelujah come on let's give him a hand clap of praise come on stand up to your feet today say this after me say God is a good God he's pleased with me because I walk by faith come on I walk by faith not by sight I'm growing I am growing today in my faith I may get knocked down But I get back up because I walk by faith, not by sight. I'm growing in faith in Jesus' name. Give him a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. We're growing by faith. We're walking by faith. Last scripture I want to give to you. Those that are in the flesh cannot please God. Hebrews four two says, For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them because it's not being mixed with faith in those that heard it. When we come in to receive the word of God like this morning, when you come in to worship the Lord like this morning, come in in faith. Even if you say, you know what? Things aren't going really good, but i got to get to church. i just got to get into an atmosphere where there's faith and it's going to start growing. And her faith and her faith and his faith will begin to combine with your faith. And your faith might be little, but all of a sudden it starts to get bigger. And all of a sudden you can say, you know what? I'm going through L, and I don't know if I can ever get through it, God. But then when worship starts and they begin to start singing hallelujah, you begin to lift your hand to the Lord in faith. And then faith begins to come over and take over your life. And you're saying, God, I know that you are a good God. And I'm believing in you. And all of a sudden, uh, faith begins to rise up within you. And you can do those things that God said you couldn't do. And you can overcome the situations and circumstances in your life. Why? Because you're saying, I'm, le- I'm, I'm, I'm seeking you, God, by faith. Everybody say, by faith. By faith. By faith. He goes on, you got to mix, you got, the, the reason that the, the Israelites, the Jews weren't hearing something, weren't changing it because they weren't mixing it with faith. Everything we do, let's mix it with faith. Let's mix it with faith. When you love on somebody, mix it with faith. When you minister to somebody, mix it with faith. When you when you care about somebody, mix it with faith. When you speak words, speak them by faith. When this upgrade comes that the prophetic word said this morning, there's gonna be that upgrade, we're gonna begin to upgrade by faith. Come on, somebody. By faith. You're gonna you're gonna walk out what God wants for you tomorrow. Why? By faith. You're not going to quit. You're not going to back up. You're going to continue to move forward. You're going to have victory. You're more than a conqueror. These are all scriptures that you got to run through your mind. Get into your soul and your thoughts because you operate by faith. Everybody say, by faith. Turn to somebody and say, I'm walking by faith. Tell them. Tell two or three people around you, I'm walking by faith. I'm walking by faith. I'm walking by faith. And that's good until you walk out that front door. And you got a flat tire. And you say, wait a minute, I'm walking by faith. You're going to walk by faith. Put your hand on your heart this morning. Father, I thank you that you are you are releasing goodness and grace upon our lives today. We thank you for your mercy. God, but we know that you are a good God. And we're going to continue to walk by faith. God, I, my prayer for them right now is that, that they walk by faith. That they walk by faith, not by what they see. And the situation and the circumstances are going to begin to change. And things are going to begin to shift in their lives today. That no matter what they've gone through, no matter what they've been through, no matter the pain and the hurt and the trauma and the guilt and the shame of the past, God, you said greater of the spirit of the living God that is in us than the one in the world. And you say we're going to be able to rise up against that. And they walk by faith and not by sight. I call forth that faith to grow. I call forth that faith to be watered. I call forth that great faith to manifest. I thank you that your word says that faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not yet seen. And it takes that hope out of that spiritual realm. And by faith, it pulls it in to the natural realm. And it shows up for them. God, I speak that they're going to have peace by faith in the middle of some turmoil, in the middle of some difficulty, in the middle of some some issues that they're going to be able to operate in peace. And I speak to their soul, and I say, soul, be healed in Jesus' name. I, By faith, we declare a healing over you right now, over your physical bodies, over your mind, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And we believe that, and we receive that by faith. And everybody that believes it and receives it, give the Lord some praise this morning. Amen? In Jesus' name. Listen, if you're here today, we prayed for some people today. We ministered for some people. We always have prayer at the end for you guys to come up and pray. If you need prayer today. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, come. Let us introduce you to him. If you would just want us to, to love on you, 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 you're welcome to come today. We bless you and we release you to go forth in his power and his might. By faith you walk out in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. God bless you. We love you. See you next Sunday or Wednesday for prayer. God bless you.